BYU falls to 1-6 on the year, falling to Mississippi State today here at uh, Davis-Wade Stadium. Scott Field here in Starkville on a hot, humid day. Almost 55,000 fans on hand for this one. Head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, is with us uh, now post-game. And uh, Kalani, I know it doesn't get any easier to dissect these, uh, these games, but I know you thought you had something you could go with coming into today, and uh, MSU kind of took it away and grounded out on you today. Yep, and uh, they, they beat us up, up up front where we thought we could uh, compete with them, and uh, uh, just really frustrating, um, you know, with with uh, with our inability to stop the run and our inability to run the ball on offense. So, in the trenches, we weren't good enough, and we need to find ways to be creative and find ways to make stops. I mean, if we can't uh, get it done up front, we can't get it done on on you know on both sides of the ball. So, uh, that just very disappointing again. Uh, you know, but we got to fight back and then and, and get ready for the next one and, and learn from this and uh, keep the guys rallying together and keep them united and uh, find a way to, to win the next one. MSU had 53 running plays and you had 46 total plays. That's kind of a big number to overcome. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> that's happened way too many times this year, I believe, LSU and um, I'm trying to think Wisconsin. Of, of Wisconsin. You, you've been under 50 plays three yeah. times this year. Yeah, and that, it's it's tough to score points when you don't when you're limited to that many plays. And so, uh, you, you know, I don't I don't blame everything on the offense. The defense has to find a way to get out of third downs. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's really difficult when you when you uh, when you can't score points and you and you turn the ball over still. You know, so uh, uh, I thought we had some opportunities. There's there, there's a spot where we could get. You know, really get into the game when we had the ball um, beyond midfield after the uh, fumble, and uh, you know we, we had opportunities. We were there. We we, we couldn't score points and, and couldn't get back into this. And so, but uh, th- we we keep ourselves in the bad bad position with um, you know, with what we thought would be our strength, which is getting doing stuff up front with our with our O line and our D line. Uh, Diane Gualaku was the bright spot today, Coach. He made a couple of big, exciting plays and uh, set you up with a couple of short fields. Yeah, and that's um, I, I, he. He's worked extremely hard uh, on his technique, and he's very competitive, and he finds ways to make plays. You know, so I'm glad that he was able to uh, to come away with some turnovers. But uh, you know, that that's it wasn't good enough, obviously, as a team, but. Uh, he, he was a bright spot in some of the things that he was able to do. He's very competitive, and I thought he uh, played really well, you know, for most of the game. Yeah, I was impressed uh, with their quarterback and his ability to run it because I think Dian is a really good tackler, and he had a couple of hard times uh, tackling that Fitzgerald kid, their quarterback. He's a good runner. He is, and, and we knew that going into the game, and uh, so there are no surprises, you know. We, yeah. we have to find ways to make tackles and find a way to get, get him down. I mean, he's... He's 6'5", uh, almost 230 pounds, so he's not a small guy. But, uh, you know, we, we were out of position a few times and dripped off the tackles. Uh, and, and that's not the right technique that we use. So um, give them credit for making plays and, and, and us uh, not being able to make those plays, make those tackles. The run game was going to be central to your game plan today, Coach. Uh, you ran El Bakri on third and six, third and nine, third and eleven. Was that an indication of what you guys felt about Tanner's ability to get it done through the air, or did you see something you thought you could exploit on those plays, which might have called more traditionally for Tanner putting it up? Yeah, I had to evaluate that and talk to Ty and see what our thoughts were. But um, um, you know, I just uh, obviously we want to get first downs. We want to find a way to make plays and find a way to get points. So. Yeah. 
uh, I really don't care what the play is as long as it's, it's a successful one and there's there, there's a reason why we did something then yeah. I'll have to look at it and see why why we called certain things at certain times and yeah so I, you know I, I was aware of it as we were playing the game but I mean it's it's there's no time to really get an explanation for everything right yeah, away yeah. you know so um, we'll have to look at that and figure out why uh, why we decided to go things. I mean, it could have been there are times that, um, you know, if we were close, we would have gone for fourth down. But uh, I have to look at the result and watch the film again and, and kind of talk to Ty about what, why those calls were made. And I know you went away from Ula for a while because he just lost that fumble at a pretty key stretch. And so you did give him some time to think about it, right? Yeah, and it came at a bad time, too, because uh, we were just off the field defensively. And then now we had to come right back on after one play, you know, and so. Um, and it, it was a long drive, too, so it was a little frustrating. But it also, um, you know, when he fumbled the first time against Utah State, we gave him a chance to put him back in again, and he fumbled again. So um, it's got to be – it has to be important to him, and it has to be important for us, and we need to teach him more to hold on to the ball. But uh, we thought if we can get him settled down and find a way to just possess the ball a little bit, we would have a better chance. And that um, – it just – you know, we, we we can't cost the cost our opportunities and our options to to, to win if if uh, guys keep or, or careless with the football. And in that one, he was. He just took his hand off of it. And uh, in traffic, you have to have both hands on the ball. We teach that. We practice it. We preach it. And um, just you know, it's a too much of a of a mistake for us to just let it go by freely. Coach, uh, I'm sorry, I'm bringing up something insignificant. I think, but. Uh... There were many pass plays that Mississippi State ran today that I felt as though their receivers were blocking downfield on passes that were being thrown forward. Beyond the line of scrimmage. Beyond the line of scrimmage, which, of course, you can't do. And uh, did you see any of that? Did you notice any of those things? Yeah, I, I noticed it, too, and I brought it up. But, I mean, during the game, that's not the reason why we lost the game. Oh, no, but yeah. it was, it's it's really difficult for a DB to cover when he thinks he's getting blocked. Yeah. And uh, it's why we had the ineligible receiver downfield call finally, you know. And, and so, uh-huh. um, but that's, I mean, obviously you fight for your guys. And you, when you see something that's not right, then you bring it up. But um, there's really nothing you could have done about it if they're not going to call it. And so um, we brought it to their attention. And, and they decided that, you know, they, they call the game how they call it. But. Uh, I'm never going to blame the rest for anything. Oh, yeah. I just, I just, we just had, had to tell our guys to be a, be ready to play, and we had some PI calls that 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 uh, often look at it again, you know, and and um, and then we had to teach our guys not to grab and 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 find ways to make plays, and then uh, you know that happens once in a while, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 it's really difficult when you're de- playing with a team that does RPOs and they have linemen running downfield and they have. Uh, receivers blocking downfield, and you just have to defend it. You, you can't complain about stuff. You just get uh, you let me do the complaining, but the players have to keep playing, and they have to find a way to defend it. And that's just you know. But that's the the problem. That didn't give up. That we didn't give up 300 yards of rushing because of that. And yeah. we'll focus on the stuff that matters and the stuff that we can control. We'll take a break and have closing comments from Coach Satake next. We're in Starkville, where MSU defeats BYU 35-10. More with the coach next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Mississippi State 35, BYU 10, our final score today. Fred Warner got hurt, came back in the game. That was a good thing, but another player left for the game. Trey Dye was out, who knows for how long. And Coach Satake, you don't talk a lot about it, nor do you want to talk a lot about it, but it's been a really rough year for BYU on the injury front, and you lose another offensive player today, and we'll see for how long. Yeah, and, and um, it's 
I mean, it doesn't look good for next week for him, but it, we'll, we'll see and evaluate everything. But uh, I said that it's part of football, you know. Um, we had a couple guys that weren't able to go today, and um, you know, but but uh, we have to just deal with whoever's there and just get them ready and get them prepped up to play the game. And so um, I, I have to look at the film and see how much uh, it was because of lack of experience compared to. Um, you know, whether it's a missed assignment or anything like that. I mean, we, we have to kind of evaluate all, and sometimes it's they're all so separate. It's, it's hard to, to make it a one one comment on all of it, you know, yeah, but yeah. Right. it's part of the game. And then, unfortunately, we've been we've kind of been bitten with the injury bug a little bit more this year than, than uh, we were last year. I mean, a lot more, but that's, uh, you know, we, we, we still need to find ways. I, I keep saying coaches need to find ways, myself and all of our coaching staff need to find ways to score points and stop people from scoring and then giving us a better chance of winning. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice atmosphere here. It's kind of fun to come to the SEC, and uh, the flyover was pretty cool. So it was a good feeling for a football game. Did you have that same feeling on the sideline? Yeah, beautiful weather, and they had great fans. And, then, yeah. you know, our guys got to experience the cowbells. And so yeah. I mean, it, was, it was really cool. I mean, but, um, you know, I think you don't take away from the experience because it wasn't a great one. But, I mean, it, our, our guys, thankful for the chance that they had to play the game, and I appreciate them playing hard the entire time and, and we just wanted to make this more competitive and wanted to have a find a way to make it to get a win you know and um just didn't do enough again and and uh, i keep saying the same stuff over and over again you could play probably play a replay of all the games and, and it's the same stuff and so if it keeps happening over and over again then it's definitely my fault and i need to find a way to make it work I ran into a BYU fan before the game, took a picture with him. He had just ridden his motorcycle 1,700 miles from Hurricane to be here today and cheer on you guys, and he'll be with you next week at ECU. And you saw the BYU blue and the fans uh, fans in the stands, and you know you get people wherever you go, and you'll see it again next week in Greenville. And I know you, you appreciate those folks, and you just wish that they'd uh, leave with a happier feeling. I know that. Yeah, and, and, and it would be nice to have them uh, be entertained more, you know, and, and um, and you know, but we, re- we really appreciate our fans that, that uh, make – make an effort to come watch us play, especially when we're away from home. And um, th- that's why it was important for us to sing the fight song with, to them again and show them our appreciation. I mean, it's really hard to do when, you're, when you've just lost the game and probably you know, for a lot of our guys felt like they got beaten up physically. But um, it, uh, I think it's good for those guys, to, and our team was all about it. They're excited to just show their pre- appreciation to our fans, and um, that, that's a, a lot of the reason why they do what they do. And, and um, so we want to thank the fans, uh, you know, especially out here in Mississippi that came to this game. And um, just really sorry we couldn't give them more to cheer for. Kalani, as you know, kind of big picture here, uh, six-game losing streaks and one and six starts don't come around very frequently with BYU football. How do you approach what the team is involved in right now from that historical standpoint and, and getting out of it, the need, the desperate need to get this thing back on track? Yeah, it, it, just we, we have to fight. You have to keep fighting through this and um, find a way to get this turned. And that's everybody involved. And uh, focus on the little things. And then we have to do things uh, as a coaching staff to find ways to, to, to win games, you know. And, and um, didn't have enough answers. When, when the line is not doing what you, at, what you think or you plan on them doing, then you need to have a backup plan. And uh, obviously our, our backup plans weren't good enough. And so we had to improve on that and better get a better game planning. 
Um, but our players are trying hard and they're giving us the effort. Physically, you just weren't good enough up front on both sides of the ball. Um, defensively, I thought, uh, you know, obviously didn't handle the run game and offensively we couldn't run the ball. So, uh, and, and we couldn't keep drives going. So you're limited. And I mean, it's just so many things that are just. Uh, just as a snowball effect, you know, of, of, of negative things. And so um, it's just it's just really difficult. So when our defense isn't playing great um, and our offense hasn't done anything yet this year, then it causes problems for us. Well, at the risk of putting the cart before the horse, uh, to play in college football is postseason. When you play 13 games, you need to win seven. And you've got six games left to win six to get to seven. And is it okay to say that bowl eligibility is what this team should shoot for as their goal and see it as a reasonable goal to flip it around and get to? Sure. I mean, you're, you're, we're not going to, you know, not going to be blind to the fact that, that uh, we uh, everybody knows here on, in the program in college football that, you, that for us we have to win seven games. We have six more left, and you do the math. And so... Uh, but you can't win seven until you win the second one. So all our focus is trying to get this win. I think once we get this win, it will it'll help us overcome the, the issues that we're going through right now. And, um, but, you know, the other part of it will be generating some, some productivity on offense and, and getting some stops on defense. If we get some points and get some, some momentum generated, then it will it'll work in a positive for us and it will just take over, you know, and then uh, – I think right now the, uh, the only way to, to eliminate doubt and eliminate um, us being stagnant as, as an offense and as a team right now is, is to make sure we go to work and then give, keep giving the max effort and just fight now. We really have to scrap for it. I mean, not literally throw punches, but we, we have to give everything we've got and uh, all our focus, everything we've got into this next game, and that's all that matters is winning the next one. It's the most important game of the year. Last thing, Kalani, uh, what from today will you take as a positive on which to build for the week to come? Is there anything you can lean on to say well, this happened or that bad happened, the guys, if we do this a different way or, or more intently, something good can happen? Or is it just a negative day for you? Well, I mean, obviously, whenever you lose, it's really hard for me to be positive. I, I'm a positive person, but uh, when we got beat up so badly physically, it's hard for me to be positive right now. But um, I do appreciate the players' effort. And, and they work hard, and they, they didn't give up. Um, we just, you know, as a coaching staff, we need to find ways to utilize that effort and then make sure that it helps us uh, try to generate points and stop people from scoring when we're, when we're on offense and defense. And that's uh, love the group, love the team, love the closeness that we have. And unfortunately, we've had to become closer because of these losses. But uh, we'll fight through this and we'll get through it together, you know, and, and that's the, that's got to be the plan. And but I appreciate the guys buy in and I appreciate them giving everything they can for us. And, and uh, we just need to uh, ask them to do a little bit more, obviously, and, and, and uh, maybe do things a little differently and fi- try to be creative to find ways to win. Well, uh, we feel your pain, coach, and uh, certainly wish you good luck this week and preparation for next week. And uh, you'll get back to that point where you'll see a rainbow, I can tell you. Yeah, well, you know, that's what we're looking forward to. So uh, right now think we're, we're scrambling, trying to get things done, and um, we have a great fan base that s- sticks with us and um, great people on this team. So we just got to make it work, and then uh, I'm – I got to make it happen. So thank you guys. Kalani, safe travels. We'll see you next week. Appreciate it. Okay, that's uh, Kalani Satake.